Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, good morning and welcome to this welcome, this special, special early edition of the Friday show. Definitely is Friday, July the 17th of 2020, day 199 of the year and only 167 more days to go. So look at that bright spot there. We're breaking number 200 tomorrow. Anyways, how are you? Thank you for joining us for this early, early, early version of the Rated R Safety Show. I am your host, and we'll try to take you down the journey of, I don't know what the hell the journey is, but we'll try to take you down that path regardless. Anyways, we're coming live from the Safety FM Studios, and I did say live from the Safety FM Studios in Orlando, Florida, currently. And... We are broadcasting across the multiverse here of Safety FM. That's at safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv for the video stream, and of course, the featured apps. And then if you're listening to us later in the day or at a later time, you could be taking a listen via podcast. Anyways, I'm glad to be here with you this morning, bright and early or dark and early, depending on where you're located. It's currently a little bit behind schedule, and those things happen when you can't do the connection correctly with a satellite feed, and those things do happen. From time to time. And yes, that is the behind the scenes gimmick that's going on that I did let you know, which most people go, no, don't ever share everything that's going on behind the scenes. But come on, this is you and I speaking here. We have to be real. Anyways, you know why you're here. I know why you're here. So let's get you started with some feature story news and we'll get rolling. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. Well, I think we'll get rolling. Let's get rolling. In London, I'm Molly Barrett. The number of confirmed coronavirus infections in India has crossed the one million mark. It's the third worst affected country globally in terms of confirmed numbers. Rebecca Bundan reports from Mumbai. India has passed a grim milestone as COVID-19 cases now exceed more than one million, putting pressure on the country's public healthcare infrastructure as numbers continue to surge. This comes after India has eased its nationwide lockdown in recent weeks to try to revive the economy. But some states have imposed new partial lockdowns this week in an effort to contain the spread of the virus. Three more people have died in the Australian state of Victoria with 428 new COVID-19 cases. Sean Bindley reports. 
Premier Daniel Andrews says the state is at the point of further lockdown restrictions, with 57 cases linked to known outbreaks and 370 currently under investigation. Andrews says with additional testing sites available, it's up to Victorians to do all they can to restrict any further spreading of the virus. These numbers are very challenging. We've always said it would get worse before it got better. Let's not any of us contribute to the fact that we have got significant virus and it is spreading across the Victorian community. In Australia, I'm Sean Bindley. The UK's NHS is being allocated an extra $3.75 billion in funding to prepare for a possible second wave of coronavirus. One report commissioned by UK officials suggested hospitals in Britain could see 120,000 deaths over the winter period. Cabinet Minister James Brokenshire says that is based on government not taking action. That is on the basis of no interventions. And I think that this is, this is the key thing to stress here. And why we are investing, have invested on our NHS funding being there, the maintenance, for example, of our Nightingale hospitals through until next spring, the extra antigen uh, testing, this daily testing, investments in an enhanced uh, flu vaccine program for the winter, uh, knowing that uh, there may be people who are presenting with all sorts of respiratory type of uh, illnesses and obviously other viruses. The head of the Russian Direct Investment Fund says allegations of Russian hacking are an effort to taint the reputation of Russia's own potential vaccines. Western intelligence agencies say Russian actors have targeted vaccine developers abroad. Julia Chapman reports from Moscow. Kirill Dmitriev says a Russian vaccine could be the first on the market, although all trials are further behind those in the UK and China. He added there was no reason for Russia to steal vaccine research because the country is already in talks to procure the potential Oxford vaccine. The Sovereign Wealth Fund is financing Russia's most advanced vaccine trial at Moscow's Gamaleya Institute. Phase one of that trial has ended with researchers hailing the safety of the dose. Wider testing in the coming weeks will provide a clearer picture of the immunity it might produce. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, the growing demand for Western governments to take action against Russia after intelligence agencies in Washington, London and Ottawa revealed that the Kremlin has instructed hackers to steal research into COVID-19 vaccines from laboratories around the world. Britain's cybersecurity agency also claimed Russian hackers had tried to interfere with the country's general election last year. Moscow is denying all the allegations. How much are we prepared to put up with from Putin? David Meller is a former British government minister who served in the cabinet of Prime Minister John Major. We talk about Russian actors. You know, people might think it's some sort of dance troupe out of Moscow or something. What, 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 what they need to say is this is the Russian government. None of this would have been done without Putin. You know, he lets loose um, one of the most dangerous nerve agents in the world on innocent people in Salisbury. Uh, all manner of other provocations have been offered, including repeated attempts by Russian aircraft to violate British airspace in order to test our ability to respond. And at a certain point, we are going to have to seriously consider what we do about Russia. The White House was noticeably silent on Thursday about whether President Trump plans any retaliation for the latest revelations of Russian skullduggery. Democrats are pushing him on the issue. With FSN Spotlight... I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute updates on Twitter. Follow us there at Feature Story. And we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here. But for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. Ollie Barrett reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, yeah, a lot to say there this morning by Feature Story News. How do you think about the, you know, the, the Russian information there that came about? Just throwing that out there, just for the sake of conversation. Think about it for a moment. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's put some boom in it. 
as we move forward. Anyways, let's continue down the path here and have part of the conversation of exactly what's going on today inside of the shit list, because that's what we're here for, to have that particular conversation. Anyways, let's go and take it from the very, very, very top of things, because that's the way that it goes. A 15-year-old boy in Mongolia has died after eating a marmot that was infected with the bubonic plague. We've been hearing a lot about this over the last little bit. At least two other teens lead a large rodent as well and are being treated for anti- with antibiotics, according to the Associated Press. Last week, the government imposed a quarantine of portion of Gobi. Providence, as where cases occurred, 15 people who had come in contact with the boys were quarantined after receiving antibiotics as well. So what the hell's going on here? In regards of this kind of shortage with food, what the hell exactly are they eating? I know, and some person was contacting me last week or earlier in the week, because it definitely wasn't last week now that I think about it. Um, and they were telling me that food is food, depending on how you look at it. And even if you're in blah, 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 and you decide to eat pork here, and then you go somewhere else where they serve dog, you can't be so judgy about it. Meat is meat. I guess that's one way to look at it. I still think I would have a hard time eating my dog, but hey, whatever. That's the way to talk about it for sure. Duh. And nothing against places that do that. I mean, places do that. There are some places that eat horse. I've heard that horse meat's supposed to be really good, but I don't know. Supposed to be really good for you as well, but I never tried it. How about you? Have you tried it? And if you did, what'd you think? Did you like it? Supposed to be better for you. At least a lot of um, the quote-unquote MMA fighters have said that. Anyways, let's continue. The market experienced Well, it looks like we got dumped off of the actual video stream. And that's okay. Those things happen. So let's continue on the radio version because that's going to be the important part. But the video stream looks like it got kicked off. Cool, cool. Never seen that happen before. But I guess those things will happen from time to time. Anyways, we're still coming to you live via safetyfm.com. So that's the important part. So don't go too far because, you know, that's that's okay. These things happen. Let's take a look at something real quick. And I know that it's an interrupt for sure. But let's do the music break thing just in case to see what's going on. interesting to say the least i don't know how the hell we got dumped there but hey i guess you get dumped and if you're gonna get dumped getting dumped on a friday is okay i mean it's probably the worst day of the week to get dumped on duh okay maybe we're talking about two different kind of versions of dump but anyways it does not matter we are still here streaming and coming to you on the rated r safety show via safetyfm.com sorry about that not sure what happened there looks like some technical difficulties on the video side but guess what oh my god we shouldn't talk about it but here's the great part about it like i always tell people if you get dumped out 
on anything via radio. Unload all the commercials you got because you already lost all the people. I know that's the inside about what goes on inside of the market. Anyways, let's continue. The markets experience a modest sell-off as three major averages were down slightly for the day. Markets became hesitant after China reported falling retail sales. There was also a reaction to the United States' first-time jobless claim numbers, which showed that there were still considerably strain on the labor market. Tech giants Amazon and Microsoft both suffered losses on the day. Netflix reported earnings after closing bell that missed analyst expectations and drove the stock price over $10 in after or $10. Listen to me, I wish. Um, no, I really don't wish that. 10%. Price down over 10% in after hours trading. So what do you think? Do you th- still think there's some fear there? In regards to what's going on, for sure, as we talk about it. Duh. Wow. I mean, I am just amazed on some of the things that we see here and some of the things that happen because who the hell knows what's going on? For sure. But anyway, so let's continue, continue, continue on what's going on here with the news because it's important. Two European studies showing that low transmission of the coronavirus among children in schools are Reassuring, according to Dr. Jeanette. During an interview on Fox and Friends, Dr. Jeanette said that the results are from two studies, one conducted in Germany and others in Sweden, show that schools may not play a big role in spreading the virus. She did say may there. I just want to make sure I point that out. Spreading the virus, as some had feared, meaning we can reopen our schools. Dr. Jeanette stressed that schools definitely need to reopen, adding that it is vital for children to be in school mentally, physically, and nutritionally. So something to think about as she does talk about it. Now, when she does talk about schools, is she talking about the standard way that some schools teach? Because I have to tell you, I love teachers. Don't get me wrong. But the way that some of the stuff is taught... It's really called memorization and memorizing something for a short period of time to pass a test is not really learning. You know that I know that I don't know even know why the hell I'm bringing that up, but it happens and we have to talk about it because that's what I do. Talk about the shit that comes onto my mind as we're going through this thing. But you know, as we go through this whole aspect and have the convo. Yeah. Short for conversation. How do you think studying goes? How do you think about these things? Do you look at it and go, oh, yeah, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Maybe we should really resurface on how we do studying and how we do things across the multiverse. Maybe that's what we should talk about next. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I never understand why it's an issue on some of the things that we say and some of the things that we quote unquote advertise. I mean, is it that bad? Come on, man. Let's talk about it for a second. Duh. Okay, so let's continue. Police in South Florida had quite the chase on Thursday morning. Officers in the Fort Lauderdale area were called about a kangaroo jumping around in the city's downtown area. Yeah, I did say Fort Lauderdale, Florida, kangaroo jumping around. They were able to catch up with the kangaroo. It fit, let's see, it was fitted with a leash, and then they had to bring it back to the department to be able to try to stabilize it. Now, how the hell do you do that? They later tweeted a video of the animal's Mulling around the wooden stall, eating grass, and playing with the ball. I said a ball. doesn't gaze. No word on where the kangaroo came from. Okay. 
So let's talk about that. How does a kangaroo get into number one downtown Fort Lauderdale? And then also the other side here. How does the kangaroo come about and get there? And nobody's claiming it. And then the other portion here, do you do that same thing that you would do to like a dog? Do you chip a kangaroo? You put like a chip set in it just in case if you lose it? Or is that not something that's done with kangaroos? I don't know. I'm just asking here. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue. Target, Walgreens, CVS, and Publix have joined the list of stores requiring customers to cover up. Walgreens and CVS requirement starts on Monday, Publix starts on Tuesday, and Targets will be in force starting August the 1st. These join Kroger's, Best Buy, Starbucks, and Kohl's, who recently announced their mask policy. Now, of course, we did talk about it yesterday, if you did get to take a listen, that also Wally World and Sam's, Walmart, just in case you don't know what the hell Wally World is, will be at will be doing that starting Monday. So how do you feel about it? And how does that mask enforcement thing go? Do you have somebody standing at the door saying, hey, you have to wear a mask? Or how does that go about? Just a thought process, just something to think about. We have to talk about it because you know that this is going to be the new moving and grooving thing going around and people are going to complain and some people are going to be okay with it. And some people are not going to be okay with it. How do you feel? How do you feel about the mask policy? Will you be going to these stores or no? Or all of a sudden target Walmart, CVS and Publix off your list. Just a question. And if you're not familiar with Publix, Publix is a grocery store down south. So just something to think about as we do bring that up. So just some things going on across the multiverse here as we talk about it. So keep that in mind going forward. Anyways, let's continue because I think that's going to be important as we talk about this. The U.S. carried out its second federal execution this week. By killing Wesley Ira Perkery on Thursday. Wesley, who was convicted of kidnapping and killing a 16-year-old, Jennifer Long, died of lethal injection at a federal correctional complex in Indiana. The 68-year-old was also convicted in Kansas after using a claw hammer to kill an 80-year-old woman who had polio. So a lot of things there going on, for sure. So not sure 100% what happened here with this particular gentleman and what is going on inside of his world with all this weird stuff as we do move forward and talk about this. So some weird things going on there for sure. Not sure how to really respond to some of this, but you already know this because this is the weird stuff that we get to talk about from time to time. Anyways, how are you thinking about this whole thing as of late? I mean, two in a week of people being killed or executed. We'll we'll put it in the prettier term. Executed. Especially from the Fed standpoint. I don't know. A lot lot of things to think about here, for sure. That I can tell you as we talk about this here. And move forward with this conversation. Anyway, let's continue. Annika Craney, a documentary filmmaker, was bitten by a shark in Australia, but that didn't sway her love for the deep ocean predators. In a video posted on Twitter, the 29-year-old can't be heard shouting, I still love sharks. Sharks are beautiful, as she was being wheeled into the hospital. Annika was bit on the lower leg while swimming off the coast of Fitzroy Island. This is near Queensland, just in case. It is also unknown what kind of shark attacked her. She's expected to make a full recovery. Well, that's commitment there. That's for sure. Because I take a look at it and go, wow, man, I am not 100% sure what I would do here. But you already know that I was going to say that. 
I know I was going to say that, so let's let's just say it together. Anyways, you know, you know how it goes. You know how these conversations and these things move forward. Anyways, let's take a look. Let me do something kind of strange, something iffy, kind of questionable. And let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. <laughs> let's go ahead and take caller number five, one eight six six. 930-SFM1 will be giving away a ticket to our Hop 101 class. We'll take you on color number five. Winterland used to look so pretty Now making me moody In the deep woods alone with my feels Spent too much time thinking In the end you'll be with me Okay, well, glad to hear that her heart is still slowly bleeding, whatever the hell that means. Welcome back to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's move forward here with some of this lovely, lovely, lovely news. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, yeah, you know, that happens from time to time as we are trying to always be entertaining here on the Rated R Safety Show because those are the things that happen inside of this little multiverse of ours. But we already know this. So let's continue down the path here. A jeweler in Michigan who was looking, let's see, who was looking for something to do during the coronavirus lockdown decided to shut down, pack up his inventory and bury about $1 billion of it around the state. The ultimate plan was being to sell a treasure hunt. John Perry treated the treasure quest after needing to find another way to bring in some income. In order to be part of the quest, a ticket needs to be purchased, and then the hunters will be giving specific start and date and time. Perry said whoever finds the treasure has the option of keeping it or selling it back to him on the spot for the value. The first quest kicks off on August the 1st. So why would you want to do that? Like, seriously, like, how would that end up working? Would you turn around and go, okay, cool. I'm actually going to invest this into this thing and then turn around and go, cool. We have worked this out. And then now we are making the money back of what we just put out there. I guess it's the ticket sales you're trying to look for. I really love how it does not give information on how much the ticket cost to do the quest. But the other portion I want to think about right away as we talk about this and move forward is that if you do this, how does that work? 
Because that's going to be the other aspect here. Depending on that conversation, that could be a whole other cluster F. Because is there like a primary map and a different pricing map and all that kind of fun stuff? And what if he doesn't even give like a good map out? I mean, nothing against the guy. But think about it. Just saying. Anyways, nearly 1.3 million new applicants filed for unemployment last week, marking 17 straight weeks of job losses in the millions. According to the Department of Labor, the data comes amid the spike of the coronavirus cases that cross about 40 states overall, causing headaches for many businesses. So something to take a look at as we move forward. Now, if we do continue to have the conversation towards the end of the month here, the extra $600 that the federal government is giving out for unemployment goes bye-bye. So I'm not sure how that's going to work for some people that are out there. Because I think, like most states, is this kind of a, not a very large amount. And, you know, a lot of people will go, well, doesn't that sound very socialist from you? And blah, 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 blah. Well, that's not the case here. It's definitely part of the conversation that we can have for sure. As we do move forward here. So just think about it. As we start talking. Don't you love when you're actually in the middle of something and then people go, hey, are you on a show right now? Well, of course I'm on a show. Thanks for asking, though. Anyways, let's continue. The Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, has come under more scrutiny. A bombshell reports that the by the Washington Post came out on Thursday that stated that 15 female former employees were sexually harassed while working at the organization. Well, this does not help their PR. Duh. While the team declined a request to release the former employees from non-disclosure agreements so they could speak on record, one woman said that she chose to share her story. I'm not going to say her name. I do have the name. Okay, so the female who has worked as marketing coordinator before leaving in 2015 said that she experienced unwelcome overtures or comments of sexual nature. And let's see, of sexual nature and to wear revealing clothing, flirt with the clients to close sales deals. Something to think about here for sure as we talk about this. So it's this, you know, whatever. She also added that it was the most miserable experience and only tolerated it because they complained that they were, what was it? They tolerated it because if they complained, they were reminded that there were over a thousand people out there that wanted the same job and that they could have it in a heartbeat. Well, that's kind of a shitty thing to say. Let's continue. Washington longtime radio voice Larry Michael, who retired abruptly on Wednesday, and the team directors of pro personal what pro personnel Alex Santos, who had recently been let go, were two names mentioned in the allegation. Also, Richard Mann the second, the former assistant director of the pro personnel, was let go after the post revealed a text message between him and another employee that debated whether or not female employees' breasts had been improved by a surgical procedure. Owner Daniel Siner, Snyder, Snyder, and formal team president Bruce Allen were not accused of any inappropriate behavior, but the women believed that they had to have known what was happening. Craziness, people. Craziness. I, you know this. I'm over here preaching to the choir as we talk about it. But think about this whole thing. Think about how we have the conversation here and go, hey, this is what's happening. This is what's going on and so on and so on. But you already know this as we talk about this. Anyways, let's get into some of the garbage news. The garbage news. You know, the stuff that we probably don't care about, but we'll share anyways. Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers called it quick. The former car, ra- the former race car driver rep confirmed the 38-year-old and the Green Bay Packer QB 36 are no longer together. Other than other than rumors that she ended it, nothing has been shared about what caused the split. The couple dated for two years. Did he used to date Olivia Munn? No. Calm it down with the Olivia Munn stuff. But yeah, didn't he used to date Olivia Munn? Weren't they together for a period of time? 
And then wasn't there some rumor circulating they broke up because his family didn't like her? I don't know. Nothing against Olivia Munn. I like Olivia Munn. Like, I like Olivia Munn. I just want to point that out. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk about some of the stuff going on in the swampland. President Trump campaign manager Brad Pascal was not demoted, but rather shifted into a digital strategy position, according to the Trump campaign spokesperson, Hogan Kidley. Initial reports stated that, that Brad was being removed from his position, possibly due to sliding poll numbers. But that is not the case. Brad can run Trump's digital operation. What? Brad ran Trump's digital operation back in 2016. So he'll be doing is shifting back to the role. Meanwhile, Bill Stipen has stepped in as a replacement. So I guess something interesting there. I We so get into the politics world that it becomes very, very difficult sometimes to start talking about some of the stuff. But shit, man, you know, we go deeper in all the time with this. But I guess this is just kind of the world that we're living in. And I feel that by the time November comes about, we're going to have a full political show. <laughs> Because we get so much closer to it as we start talking as of late. Ugh. I know. Makes me want to vomit as well. But whatever. What do I do? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, the National Association of Police Organizations, known as NAPO, has pledged their support to President Trump, praising his steadfast and very public support of for law enforcement. While the organization did not vocally support the candidate back in 2016, they did endorse former President Obama and then VP Joe Biden in 2008 and 2012 election. NAPO President Michael McHale explained that Trump's support is needed during this time of unfair and inaccurate Information being directed at members by so many. Adding to their particular value of Trump directing the attorney general to aggressively prosecute who attack officers. While Biden has opposed the idea of abolishing the police department, he has said more funding should absolutely be directed from the police. Yeah, that ain't going to get you any political votes in some areas for sure. And in, in other ones, it will. So something to think about as we do move forward. That's for sure. So anyways, as we do continue down here and do continue to have the convo, we're definitely going to see some interesting things going on here. But you already know this because we're already talking about it. So whatever, we will just move forward here for sure. Anyways, let's continue. No lottery winner for Tuesday's night. Make a million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $101 million jackpot or an $81.6 million cash payout. Good for them. For whoever wins that. No winner for Wednesday's night. Powerball drawing either. Saturday's drawing will be for $97 million jackpot or a $78.3 million cash payout. So a lot of interesting things there for sure. If you're into that kind of stuff, if you like playing those kind of games. So let's talk about it. Some showbiz news and let's go, 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 go. The podcast world will be changing once again as we move forward. But we already talked about this. I have already told you earlier, and I will reference it again, that Spotify is not messing around when it comes to the world of podcasting. And take a listen to this one. The Michelle Obama podcast will launch on July 29th on Spotify. Spotify. The podcast will be the first former ladies. The podcast is the first for the former first lady of Barack Obama's higher ground production company. The pair said the podcast will show what's possible when people allow themselves to be vulnerable and to open up and focus on what matters. I think it'll be interesting because you're seeing a lot of stuff going directly from the podcast world there. And of course, now with Michelle Obama doing this exclusively on Pod- on Spotify. Now, come September is going to be pretty interesting, too. So let's be real here. We're going to have to take a look at what Rogan's going to be doing, because I think it'll be interesting. 
as everything starts transitioning and then come the beginning of the year, you know, still saying that world is going into full effect. We'll have to take a look there on exactly what's going on. But you know this and I know this. So let's talk about it. Let's continue, of course. Anyways, the cast of MTV's The Hills New Beginning is angry about production not resuming. According to page six, the show's production company, Evolution, has hired an outside consultant and an infectious disease doctor, and a team will be doing testing. Also, they are in touch with L.A. County health officials on a regular basis in preparation to get back to filming. No word on when that will happen, especially with California going back to shutdown. So that'll be interesting to see for sure as it moves forward, because that will be part of the conversation. Anyways, we talked about it before. We talked about it briefly yesterday. Now let's get some confirmation out there because this is the confirmed version of it. Nick Cannon will keep his job as the host of Fox, the mass singer, even after making anti-Semitic comments on his YouTuber YouTube series, Cannon's Class. The network released a statement that of their decision saying that Cannon had apologized and had taken the steps to educate himself and amend and make amends for sure. Cannon was, however, let go by Viacom CBS, the parent company of MTV and Teen Nick. Following his firing, Diddy offered him a job at Revolt TV, tweeting, come home to Revolt, truly black-owned. Something to think about as you do see this, because, you know, it is going to come up from time to time. Anyways, let's continue. If he cannot play himself, then William Shatner wants Chris Pine to play him in a biopic. The 89-year-old, he's 89, I didn't realize that. 89-year-old told Fansite, Trek report in a remote appearance that he would choose Pine, who has played the role of Captain James T. Kirk in three J.J. Abrams Star Trek films in the show's Kelvin's timeline. Shatner played Captain James T. Kirk on the famed TV series from 1966 to 1969. Now think about what that show has accomplished in three years span on how much they have been around and everywhere since then crazy to think about that just saying anyway simon cow is taking over america's got talent and the x factor as producer psycho entertainment after agreeing to buy out sony's music entertainment's stake in the org there just so you know according to deadline cow is personally buying out the stake giving him sole ownership of the company the move is the result of the buyback option maintained by Cal through their joint venture renewals. Sony will retain the music assets, including the roster of current artists and back catalog. So good for them in doing that. Good for him to see what happens next. Anyways, let's talk about what's going on across the pond here. Prince Andrew officially official website has been taken down, but his Twitter and Instagram account are still active. Anyone who tries to access the dukeofyork.org is redirected to the Royals family's main page, which features a statement of Andrew's release regarding his association with convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Also, the Royals has yet to address the recent arrest of Miss Maxwell, who reportedly introduced him to Epstein. So something to think about as we do talk about this, because it is crazy everything that's going on inside of this new multiverse. Anyways, let's talk real quick about the top 10 movies. Or let's let me rephrase that Netflix top 10 most popular original movies based on viewers, according to Bloomberg. And number 10, The Perfect Date at 48 million. The Platform at 56 million. The Wrong Missy. 59 million, Trimple Frontier, 63 million, The Irishman, 64 million, Murder Mystery, 73 million, Six Underground, 83 million, Spencer Confidential, 85 million, Bird Box, 89 million, and Extraction that came out this year. Ready for this? Already at 99 million. Should be noted that Netflix counts viewers as anyone who has watched two minutes of each film. So don't get too excited about some of that real quick. Anyways, let's go into a couple of different things real quick, just in case. 
You know it's Friday. We do it every Friday. We've been doing it every Friday for quite some time now. So let's do the 30-second clock down or <laughs> the 30-second countdown of you being able to yell all that anguish, anger, anguish, and everything going on and getting it out of your system. I'm gonna put the 30-second clock on the screen in three, two, and one. Duh. Duh. Okay, that makes it time. Hopefully you were able to yell, scream, get everything out that's been frustrating you over the weekend or week. Not Definitely not the weekend. We're going into the weekend. So hopefully some good times happen there over the weekend. So let's kind of go, 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 go forward and talk about some things real quick. Let me tell you what happened on this date back in 1968. The Beatles animated feature Yellow Submarine is released in England. Though the film included the Fab Five singing voices, the characters depicting each of them were voiced by actors. A 3D computer animated remake is in the works, directed by Robert Zemetic, to be debuted at the 2012 London Olympics. Yeah, I did say 2012, just in case you were wondering. Let's talk about some birthdays real quick. Of what's going on? Sarah Jones, movie actress from Alcatraz and For All Mankind turns 37 mojo rally turns 34 he's a professional wrestler just in case you're not familiar with him luke bryan yeah that guy he turns 44 today i did not realize that we were so close in age david hasselhoff yeah you know david hasselhoff that guy knight rider world-renowned singer baywatch turned 68 donald sutherland movie actor of the hunger game series mash turns 85 so some things to think about real quick, just in case. Before we get into the days of the year that you can celebrate today, let's talk about a couple things going on. Number one, let's take it from the very top. We have this little bad boy going on. This is our Hop 101 for Beginners class. It will be taking place on the 29th of July. So if you do get the opportunity, come jump out, take a look, take a listen, see what's going on. At safetyfm.io, this is a class for human and organizational performance. We will be covering everything there in regards of hop for somebody who is starting down that particular track. If you're interested in attending the class, go to safetyfm.io. That's safetyfm.io for more information. We're also doing a couple different things here. Numero uno. If you're interested in actually helping promote the class, you can go to safetyfm.io. There's a section there to actually create an affiliate link. You're more than welcome on creating an affiliate link. For every ticket that's sold using your affiliate link, you will get 5% commission off of that. So just something that we're offering out to our listeners. Also, if you're interested in trying to win a ticket to get in, you can go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest. And you have a chance to actually enter in daily. We'll be giving out those tickets on the 27th of the month. Just so you know, directly here on this show, live and in living color. So just want to let you know that ahead of time. So a little bit more information relatively quick. If you are suffering from anything related to depression, contemplating about suicide, there's a phone number you can call where they can assist you and help you with what's going on with you mentally. You can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They are the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They are there 24-7 to be able to assist you with questions, resources, and so on. If you don't want to go to making a call, you can go to the website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org, just so you know. Also want to talk about this. We've been talking about it over the last few weeks. Missingkids.org. This is actually a place that you can go to and see kids that are missing throughout the United States and possibly being trafficked at the same time too. 
So if you go to missingkids.org, there's some general information there. They're looking for assistance, that being you volunteering with your time or even doing financial donations. So if you go to missingkids.org, they're there and looking for help on anything that you can do to get these kids back to where they need to be, which is back home. So anyways, that's information to cover right there. Before we make it to the end here, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Because, you know, that's always a thing. That's always important to talk about. So let's take it from the top. National Peach Ice Cream Day. National Tattoo Day. Good luck finding a place that's doing tattoos as of late. World Day for International Justice. World Emoji Day. Wrong Way Corrigan Day. And Yellow Pigs Day. What the hell is a yellow pig? I don't think I've seen one. Have you seen one? Anyways, you know how this actually ends up going. This will actually bring this episode of the Rated R Safety Show to an end. Hopefully you have a fantastic weekend. Sorry about the video feed stuff. Looks like we did get shut down there. We'll actually get that back up and rolling, even if it's post, just so you know. So you might end up getting a pre-recorded episode for the video today. So I do apologize about that. Not something I enjoy doing. Um, so anyways, that's what we have going on. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. That is the listener. And Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. But you already knew that. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Have a great weekend. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily affect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.